Hi, welcome back to this week's edition of Is It Sus Cast? Is it where, Sus Cast? Yes, where we talk about bad movies. <laughs> Otherwise known as These Are Bad Movies. The podcast. Dun, 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 dun. I'm Amy Bell. I'm Amanda Ferriante. And we are going to move on to our second installment in our Black History Month White Savior movie series. Yes. Today we're watching Driving Miss Daisy, mm-hmm. which did win an Academy Award. It won a bunch of other awards, too. They It was Best, best Picture, though. Best Picture, not Best Director. No, not Best Director. Because it directed itself. Yeah. Just put the camera on and let them go. Amazing. Yeah. I want that job. Well, actually, you know, there might be something to not giving it the Best Director Award because it was a stage play first. So maybe they were like, you don't get credit for that. Yeah, maybe. I I don't know why that director got the snub. I don't know either. And I don't really care. Me neither. (laughs) Because, again, it's a story about white people. Well, I don't know if it's about white people per se. Because isn't the main, isn't the woman character supposed to be sort of Jewish? Yes, but still white. I don't think I've seen the movie before, so I'm withholding judgment. You know, I don't necessarily know that I've seen the movie before either. I know I've seen parts of the movie. I think I watched some of it in like a theater appreciation class or maybe even uh i took a class in college called the silver screen and the american dream that sounds adorable and like the instructor slash professor was probably the worst i actually really like the professors of both of those classes that i mentioned oh okay never mind them yeah it's just the image i had in my head of someone who's like really into film yes but they were funny about it okay Yes, they weren't precious about their films. Okay, then they get a pass. Yes. The TAs were awful, though. (laughs) You heard it here. The professors were not sus, but the TAs were. Yes. Anyway. (laughs) I don't remember watching this movie. I know what it's about, though. Like, I've covered it on what it means to American society. Mm -hmm. And, you know... It's just one of those movies that have been kind of viewed as, as somewhat of a turning point, I guess. Really? That's the impression that yeah. I got. Um, but again, a turning point from what? And <laughs> how far did it really turn? Yeah. So that's what I'm going to be watching for is what what are they actually saying in this movie? Yeah. Um. If I have seen it, it would have been over a decade ago, and it obviously didn't stick. Well, we're going to do it. Yeah, let's go. All right. Let me tell you a little bit about Anchor FM. It's what we're using to record this podcast today. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, and Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Basically, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. 
You can download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi, listeners. Thanks for all your support. If you'd like to be more engaged in the These Are Bad Movies conversation, you can go to Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok at These Are Bad Movies and Twitter at These underscore bad. Your engagement really helps us grow as a podcast. And don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. All right. We just watched it. We're back. We did it. That was a tough one. It was blessedly short. Yes, we did go ahead and actually pick a movie shorter than two hours. We traded this in for a movie we didn't know was four hours long. But when we saw that, we said, no, 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 no. We're going to watch Driving Miss Daisy. We were going to do Gone with the Wind. Uh, (laughs) We just didn't want to. Just couldn't stand the thought of putting ourselves through that. Also, I think Gone with the Wind would have been more obvious on what makes it a bad movie. I mean, besides, like, guessing probably doesn't treat black characters very well, I wouldn't have an inkling more specific than that. Well... I read the book. Uh, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, not, not recommending it. Yeah. Just uh, well. wanted to see what was there. Okay. But this movie, I don't think does... It doesn't do the white savior thing. It Yeah, it's misplaced mm-hmm. as a white savior It showed film. up on a white savior list. It's not. It's not a white savior movie, but it's still bad. Yes. Um... It's more of the, this falls into the category that I think is considered the magical black man. Yeah. That's the trope going here. Yeah, yeah. That Morgan Freeman's character, Hoke, Mm -hmm. is the savior with his wisdom and charm and And ability to drive a car. And ability to, you know, be a caregiver. Yes. Right. So, Amanda... I'm actually going to put you on the spot right now Go for because it. I've noticed in most of our episodes, you say we need to do the plot and then I talk about the plot and then you're never happy with how I've talked about the plot. I feel like I'm always trying to talk about the plot and then you derail it <laughs> from my perspective. I, I think I have trouble going through what I just watched. Yes, I have <laughs> noticed that. So let me try to hit it beat by beat. Um, Miss Daisy crashes her car and then her son tries to persuade her to let him get her a driver. She says no because she's Miss Independent. And he hires a driver, Hoke, who sits around her house and really wants to drive because otherwise he's just sitting around and he's trying to endear himself to Miss Daisy. It's not working. Eventually he like chases her in a car and she gets in to avoid embarrassment then there's lots of driving around. The years pass. Her other, her housekeeper dies, and it's sad. Her synagogue is bombed, and it's sad. And then she starts having dementia, and the movie ends with uh, with Hoke 
very kindly feeding her some pumpkin pie because she has difficulty holding the fork. And then in there somewhere, um, he tells her that he's an adult and he can go to the bathroom if he feels like it. And also, the cops are mean towards black people and Jewish people. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, There was also the whole... He didn't know how to read. He didn't know how to read. And by the end of the movie, you can see from context clues that he's learned. And there was a big thing with her forcing him to to sound out words like a child. And then giving him a child's primer. And uh, there was also some stuff with Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, Her son is a businessman. And he was concerned about being seen at a dinner with Martin Luther King Jr. and how that would affect his business. Yeah. So. Movie. It it did the thing where it tried to make you believe that it had thought critically about race when in fact it hadn't. This movie was released in 1989. Yeah. I, I have to say... I was surprised at how late the year was on yeah. that. I was picturing this movie coming out in the 60s, maybe. Right. Right. And when I saw it was starring Morgan Freeman, which, of course, it was Morgan Freeman. You know, once you see that, it's like, oh, oh, yeah. How did I miss that? But because I thought it came out in 1966 and he played this old man in 1966, I was going, well, if you played that character how is he not dead because <laughs> yeah but it was 1989 mm-hmm. the play had been written and 1987 i believe yes and he had the role in the play yes and he was 50 around well, 50 like early 50s okay. when the movie came out so he was he was whoa he's old yeah but he's not that old was 70 in 1966 old no he was 50 in 1989 old it's completely different those are different levels of old but also time passes and that continues to surprise me (laughs) numbers huh i know (laughs) how old were you in 2007 why do you ask me these things that's so cruel do you actually want to know no i don't okay (laughs) rude so It is a little bit more difficult to describe what makes this a bad movie. I feel like it makes the mistake of comparing, maybe mistake isn't the right word, but of comparing, um, like, don't compare the Holocaust to slavery. Don't compare slavery to the Holocaust. Those are different things. They're both bad. Yes, but though it was about a Jewish woman and a black man, it did not actually talk about either slavery or the Holocaust. No, but it did have a synagogue bombing, and also he talked about lynching. Yes. In relation to the synagogue bombing. Yes. Yes. So maybe there was an attempt at showing some sort of connection and empathy. I think that 
I think that the play was designed to make it look like, oh, look, we can make these connections with each other. But the writer of the play was actually a Southern Jewish man from Georgia. Who also wrote the movie. Right. He, he wrote the screenplay mm-hmm. as well. So, you know, with a Southern Jewish person writing it, then... It's going to be more favorable. It's it's a little bit more of a... It's a Jewish... It's a Southern Jewish person's story. Yes. Um, which is okay, except it really centers around this black character. Yes. Who They're... really doesn't have a life of his own. You don't see him. You hear a little bit that he has a family and he's driven for people before. Yeah, and you meet his granddaughter sort of she you see her. She exists. She exists. But you know, you don't really see him interacting with peers and friends. It's just Well, he tries work. and she stops him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it 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 doesn't it doesn't tell a black story, but it gives the look of telling a black story again. That so so it does fit within what we were trying to do this month, even though I don't think it would be considered white savior. No, but I think it's more what's been classified as the magical black man, mm-hmm. which is when the black character acts as like a mystic or a guru mm-hmm. sort of position. Yeah, that makes the white people fulfill their lives better. Yeah. She learned to be less of a bigot. Yay. But did she? I mean, well, you never saw that resolve. You saw her that's, sitting. That's what people are supposed to take away from it. But <laughs> but they didn't actually depict that happening. She held his hand and said that he was her best After friend. After she had dementia. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm, I'm so- not... Yeah. I'm saying that's what the words coming out of my mouth are probably how most viewers took it. No, I agree. Yeah. And that's what makes it so difficult because at face value, it does look like the character has grown. Yeah. It does look like the friendship has blossomed naturally. You do Not start to even. Fr- Morgan Freeman is charming. He is, but the natural, like, he. I have no idea. Why he is trying so hard for this cold-hearted lady. I don't get it. Because he was hired to. He was making money. It's a job. Yeah. But above and beyond, come on. Like, that kind of job, if I were... If that were me in a modern-day setting, like, I'm someone's driver, you know what I would do? I would clock in. And if they didn't want me to drive, I'd leave them alone. And I wouldn't persuade them to make me work. And this is why movies will not be made about your life, Amanda. I know. But I'm just saying, I don't, like, he was going to get paid regardless. The, the, The son was not expecting the lifelong friendship. No. This man was going to get paid regardless. And if he wasn't paid by this dude, his services would have been used elsewhere he was a desirable driver <laughs> i, I kind of feel like that probably isn't the the direction that needs to unpack the most here no though. but i i just don't care i don't 
care about this movie. It bores me. I felt the pacing was better than some of the other movies that we've watched. It wasn't the pacing, it was the story. Yeah. I was like, okay, I guess you can tell this story fine. Like, it, it's not even... <sighs> like... Well, let's get into some of what um, what the analysis has been of this movie mm-hmm. after the fact. Mm-hmm. And um, well, people I love- have read some things where Morgan Freeman has even called this movie a mistake. I can see that. Uh, it was mocked pretty severely in um, like black comedy. It would be. Um, and honestly... The voice that Morgan Freeman does for this movie is, not... is one I hear people doing when they're trying to be sarcastic. Really? Okay. Black, uh, black friends. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. That makes more like sense. Trying to say that they, you know, oh, yeah, whatever you say, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. that they kind of, that's the sarcastic, you know, oh, well, you're the boss type of voice. Mm-hmm. Um, It wasn't. So I rec- I recognize that. Yeah, he spoke in a register. I just feel like pointing out in this movie that people to like you think of Morgan Freeman's most recent work. That's not the Morgan Freeman voice. No. Yeah. No. So I didn't expect it to be that voice, and I recognize immediately that that's kind of the origin of the. Oh yeah, whatever you say. Yes, some. Yes, some. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, so that was interesting mm-hmm. to see that the vo- the voice his his acting choices were interesting. Like I can't fault his acting. I just like w- the story is bleh. right. Uh, some of the other interesting things, though, Jessica Tandy, the was eighty one, yeah, and oldest woman to win a uh, best actress. Actually, you know what? I can fault the acting in this movie. It was for the stage. Yes. It was not movie acting. No. It it was like watching a play. It was like watching yeah, a play. Yeah, it was like watching a play. Yeah. Well, and if I want to watch a play, I go to the theater. <laughs> but one of the critiques that I thought was the most striking was that the way this movie presented the relationship the day-to-day life um just the standard of living of miss daisy that it seemed to actually be nostalgic for a pre-civil rights era way of life Hmm. so that it was celebrating race relations prior to the push for equality and civil rights well uh, uh, what's shown in the movie i don't know how much you can untie race and class because class is also an issue in this movie Yes, uh, Miss Daisy constantly thinks that she is um, a poor woman because living in a rich woman's house, right? Because she was poor as a child, and it kind of tries to give you that idea that, 
while rich people just worked harder. Yeah, it it really has a lot of money is a yeah a big lot, thing in this movie. It has a lot of very quiet, very subtle bad takes. That if you're watching it as a casual, entertainment-minded viewer, it's easy to miss. Mm -hmm. And that makes this movie really troublesome to me. Because it does seem like the kind of movie that has to be unpacked and it has to be explained what makes this a bad movie. Well, and just speaking from my own experience... I know I'm a bit younger than our target audience, but I feel like the generation before us would hold this up as, well, in the white community. The white community. What am I talking about? White people. Um, yeah, I, like th- I like that you said white community <laughs> because how often do we use words like black community? I know, right? Yeah. I was like, the other community, you know, the separate one. <laughs> um <laughs> you know the white community um i feel like an older generation my parents people their age would hold this up as an example of a great movie about race well and i think uh even as i was growing up there was as a kid i witnessed a lot of racism from older people, from older, older generations, mm-hmm. people that have passed now. Mm-hmm. And as a kid, I was not empowered to say, quit being racist. Mm-hmm. Like, that was not something an eight-year-old was allowed to say yep. to their 80-year-old great-uncle or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Um, but it made me really confused because the verbal things that I was getting was not to act that way but I start to see among white people um, growing up was that we were supposed to just give old people a pass which is the most privileged BS people knew racism was wrong a hundred years ago. They knew it was wrong a thousand years ago. It's always been wrong just because you're old and wrong doesn't mean it's okay. Yes. Agreed. And it's something that I've... I, I've particularly worked with some of the older members of my family mm-hmm. to say, no, you know, if you want to make this world a better place, don't let your friends say something racist. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that the way we were socialized as white people and my upbringing, I don't know about yours, well. was that the older generations were just not supposed to be challenged about anything they said. Now, I had a racist grandmother that would go off on racist rants and my immediately immediate family mm-hmm. would tell her to shut up. An appropriate response. Yes. It would involve yelling. Um, Racism should be violently and, well. It should, but that that was within the, like, closeness of the family. Like, outside that very. It's not going to work the same. Outside that very nuclear family, we were expected not to do that. But we did tell off 
grandma. Yeah. Multiple times. Yeah. Good. Yes. But, you know, they still had this mentality to let it pass with other older people. Mm -hmm. And that is what I saw in this movie, too. Yeah. Was the like, oh, just let the old people be old. You're not going to teach an old dog new tricks. Very much that. Is what I saw in this movie. Now, so rote. It's so rote. Like, I don't, I don't see why this was a big deal in 1989. It doesn't make sense to me. Okay, same. So I did some digging. This movie won the Academy Award. I believe it won for 1990. And it was... um, There was another movie that came out in 1990 called Do the Right Thing. Which I have heard of. Yeah. I'd also heard of this. I heard of Driving Miss Daisy before I heard of Do the Right Thing. Right, because Do the Right Thing wasn't nominated for any awards. I also don't know that well, my parents have seen it. I'm sure it was nominated for some awards, uh, talking about Academy Award. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't nominated. And it was uh, Spike Lee. I've seen scenes from this, actually. In our, uh, I want to say it was a criminal law class. Yeah, because it was about uh, rioting. Well, I mean, I can't say it was about rioting, but one of the things was like the riots happen uh-huh. in the movie. No, I saw the scene where they were talking about uh, Michael Jordan. I, you know, I haven't seen this movie. Recently. I have. I've never seen. Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just bringing up. Okay, that this movie was a Spike Lee movie that was much more targeted about the real consequences of race-based discrimination Mm -hmm. and the effects on whole communities and violence and in rioting as like active grief and Mm -hmm. not that it's good um but also that it's it happens it's kind of natural and it was it was a much more true film. Mm-hmm. A lot of people who gave it good ratings talked about how it was just a really powerful film that was speaking a real truth. Mm-hmm. And so that they came out in the same year. This is also like kind of in the earlier days of, of rap and you know, a lot of the rap stars were like, Driving Miss Daisy is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I saw that, like, Public Enemy was speaking out against it. But when you had a movie that year that was really driving home a hard-hitting truth about race relations in American society, and then people had the option of watching Driving Miss Daisy instead. Which is much more comfortable. Oh, so calm. Mm-hmm. Easygoing smiling not going to lose sleep over any of these scenes i'm really not no nothing was glaring any reference to racism was just met with a sad face of like ain't that a shame or i'm not racist 
you are ma like uh. right so i feel like it was also doing exactly what we talked about in the blindside episode it was giving white people permission to think they had engaged with race and that becomes dangerous because of the messages that aren't seen by that audience. I think it would be really easy to watch this movie and think that's what it used to be like. It's better now. And in some measures, but racism is still out there. Cops are still mistreating black people cops are still mistreating white people yeah but amanda you say that when i i said i read gone with the wind yeah when i read gone with the wind i went wow these uh people acted really awful you know Mm -hmm. i I can't believe they behaved that way like oh this is this is kind of interesting because it does frame up some of the foundations of how uh, society split and post-war South, you know, those were the things that were going through my mind. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people who read Gone with the Wind felt that that was a nostalgic look back at their greatest point in culture. Oh. So that's the thing, is that if you find racism to be bad, you watch a movie like that and go, oh, isn't that quaint? That's how they used to be. But I keep talking to other white people mm-hmm. who think that that was where we peaked a golden year. Yeah. Right. It's like for white people, because you could subjugate more. And that's, you know, because because I watch those old movies that address racism in the same way that you do that. That's the lens that I see. Like, boy, that was bad. I'm glad we're getting better. Yeah. But that's not how other white people see them. No. Well, I I don't even look at this. I'm like, okay, so you're less... Well, I don't know the statistics. I feel like there's less likely to be that strong of a class gap, maybe. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, the class gap is 100% the same. Racially divided. I don't know. It's still pretty racially divided. So, like, I look at it, I'm just like... You look at it and you hope that it's different today. I don't even hope. I'm just like, I don't... This wasn't a hot take then, and it's not a hot take now. It's just easy. And I don't think it was worth the time or the money to preserve it. People like the stage play. Okay, this guy was telling a story that felt close to him, I assume. Okay. But for a broader audience, I don't see that it adds anything positive to the discussion. No. It 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 makes people feel it doesn't necessarily, like, the blind side was meant to make people feel good. Like, oh, there's good people out there and they did good things. Mm-hmm. To the people that were f- glossing over it, right? Mm-hmm. This is almost like it's made to make 
progressive, liberal-minded people watch that and go, yes, I engaged with the racism today. I, I, I understand. You didn't see it that way, but no. that's how people saw it. Yeah, and so, no, no, I, I agree with that part. The, the part that was not intuitive to me was that people would watch this movie and think things had gotten worse since then. Yeah. That's not intuitive to me, too. That's something I had to learn mm-hmm. from speaking to other people. Um, and, and, you know, you can read in an article or in a book about how people look back at this as the good old days and see movies like this and think it's the good old days. I just couldn't believe it. Um you know, kind of the difference between the intellectual and the feeling it with your heart. Yeah. Because I'd never seen someone behave that way. Yeah. Well, it's it's disturbing. But, but I've seen it. And, and it came with, you know, talking to other people who had read Gone with the Wind. Mm-hmm. Because I chose to engage people on that and kind of wish I hadn't. But, Yikes. you know, I did learn something from talking to people. No, it, it makes sense. I just don't like it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you don't have empathy for people whose skin is different than yours? Yeah, if we could watch a movie like this, if we could, if, if we were actually watching movies like this, and it was, people all came away and said, boy, we can do better than that, maybe they're not that bad. But that's not how people come away from it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think... Most white people watched that and felt like, boy, Miss Daisy really came a long way as a person. Not all that much. Yeah, I I don't think she came very far at all. She got to be a little more comfortable with one person. Yes. Who waited on her hand and foot. Yes. Four years. At least 20 years. Yeah. So, I know it. You can get a little bit comfortable with the help when you know them a long time. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, I, I, it, it didn't do what the blind side did to me, where it was constant, noticeable, saying messed up things. Because the characters were designed to be sort of messed up. You weren't expecting them. Like, they weren't presenting as Miss Daisy is a really nice lady. Like, she was presented as, oh, she's going to be mean. She knows how to throw fits. Right. Yeah. And even then, most of her fits were fairly tame. From what was probably a more realistic tirade from an older woman in that era. I'm I'm sure people back then probably hit, you know, like felt okay hitting hired help. And maybe they, it, not everybody did, but I'm sure they used inappropriate language. Yeah, no, and it would have yeah. been a lot nastier than that in it reality. Which is what also made it, because they made it easier to watch, mm-hmm. it still erased a lot of the truth. Yep. That could have pres- been presented from a different period piece that actually showed what people were experiencing. And again, when you show stories about race, getting deeper into the perspective mm-hmm. of the people affected by it. Yeah. 
that's a better story to represent mm-hmm. you know yeah no i choose better movies if you're looking for a good movie for black history month <laughs> we're not making good movie recommendations because that's not what we're here no, for we are, like no, that don't come to us for that no, no. that's what you get it i mean we don't do good movies it's sort of in the name of the podcast. <laughs> like you should know what to expect. It's on the tin. Um, jeez. You know what? Watching it, I had this thought in my head. You know, it would be really nice if I was watching a movie where, like, I don't even know. We might have to cut this. <laughs> if i was watching a movie where like the black character just really took it to whitey like i was in the mood for that after watching driving miss daisy i was just like you know reparations need to be made yeah um so one of the things that was going through my head watching the movie because I always try to find something good to take away too. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I do. Okay. I try. I'm not always good at how, finding something good to take away. I know. I really like Hans Zimmer scores. I knew that name was going to come up because I know you've talked about him before and I could. I had remembered it that you didn't. I like Hans Zimmer. Okay. You're thinking of John Williams. Okay. I despise John Williams scores, but I do enjoy Hans Zimmer because they're just kind of fun. They harken back to like folk tunes, doesn't it? A jaunty, upbeat, nearly 80s montage way. They're just kind of bananas. And so I was sitting there enjoying the score. <laughs> the movie ends and Amanda puts on a song that she said made... <laughs> She thought the Hans Zimmer score sounded like My Neighbor Totoro theme. There was just this little whoop, like yes. rise in the in the tune. And that- I was like, well, now I can't get Hans Zimmer and My Neighbor Totoro untangled from they're each not, other. You did that to me. They're not the same. I hate they you, They were Amanda. not the same song. I know. I know. <laughs> but the, the... I get it. The, the, I hate you. The rise in the music in I that just, particular Hans Zimmer no. score made me go, huh, my neighbor Totoro. <laughs> no. She um was like, what the heck is happening <laughs> when she recognized... The music yeah, I was changed. like, why are you doing this? <laughs> and she was like, that's what the music made me think. I was like, oh, you just ruined everything I was thinking about the music. Like, what, what were you thinking no, about the music? I just said it. That you like it. That I like it. Okay. It, yeah. Okay, whatever. So what's your ubric on this one? I feel like I probably already did it earlier, and I'm trying to remember the sound. Why don't you go first? <laughs> what did I go first? What, Amanda? What's your Uber rating? <sighs> okay. That was mine. Yeah. Just. Yeah, it's just kind of a. Uh, it's a dud. Do better. It's a dud. Do better. And again, best picture, but Academy Award, best actress, Academy Award, best actor. Not this one. Was it? Was it? Um. Did it get a Best Actor nomination? It got a nomination. It didn't win. For Morgan Freeman. Right. 
See, I wouldn't have been surprised if you'd said Dan Aykroyd. No. <laughs> it's like, give it to the white guy. He did such a great job. But that that's the it that's was, what's disappointing. It was, it was Denzel Washington, I believe, that won that year though. So Okay. But that's what's disappointing about watching this is it's not it hasn't changed as much as we would like to think. Till today. Exactly. Oh no. That's that, no, it, it, do, it hasn't. Th- that's my biggest issue. Is supposedly this movie was like a big deal in race relations in the United States, and I'm like to white people, yeah, to white people. But even as a white people, I call BS. Yeah, well, you weren't alive in 1989, so I wasn't. You just wouldn't understand. Do you disagree with me? No. Okay. Not at all. So, I'm just making fun of you. Sorry. That's okay. I'm <laughs> a little <sorry>. baby. <laughs> you know what? I take that back. Don't, don't air that. <laughs> I, I squished my own baby cheeks. <laughs> are we done? You know what? <laughs> just to remember, we are professionals. Don't watch these at home. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The hour and a foul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.